Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut, shut. Hey, welcome to the Steve and Crypto Show presented by thestevestrout.com. I'm Steve. I'm Crypto Zoo. I'm shooting this from my backyard and uh, really, really happy to, to just be recording. Just happy, yeah, yeah. To, he's... happy to take a moment for us to get to bullshit for a, a little while. Yeah, he's, he's definitely in the backyard because, uh, you know, like I said, we've been doing this all on Zoom mostly. and. Uh, I can see like the sun is fucking bright even through the computer screen. Like, yeah, nice. I, mean, I feel like I'm gonna get a, I should be wearing sunscreen sitting here talking to him on Zoom. But, um, eventually, um, once we are both fully vaccinated two weeks from now, because like, it's turned out the same day we both got our second dose of the COVID vaccine, yeah. same day this past Saturday, and uh, so in two weeks we'll be fully vaccinated. So maybe we can start recording in person. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh, well, um, you know that was just a couple of days ago. So how are you feeling? Um, you, any any weird growths or anything? No weird growths. Um, I mean, unless you count the boner I woke up with, but that's that's <laughs> not that weird. It's probably oh, more. Wow. It's probably more weird that I said that than that actually happened. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but no, man. Um. Today I'm just really tired. Really, I feel really run down, but I mean I feel good, just worn out. But uh, Sunday though, man, Saturday overnight and Sunday morning, I felt terrible. Like in the middle of the night, Saturday, I woke up just like burning up, felt feverish, and just I would just freezing at the same time though i was just like i could not stop shivering and just it was rough and then that morning i woke up with a pretty good headache and just just felt like feverish and tired and really really achy but uh as i just kind of got moving and the day progressed i started to feel a little better last night i got a little felt a little lousy again for a minute but i slept really good last night and for some reason, I sweated like crazy, like yeah, like fat guy sweated, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and I woke up, but I was like feeling good, just tired. What about you? How did it hit? Did it hit you at all? I had a little bit of that as well. Um, I uh, I was told that that you know with the second shot, you might get some of the same symptoms that you had with the first one, just enhanced which is pretty much what I've noticed. Um, you know, I was tired with the first shot. I, I had a little soreness in the arm, but this round, I mean, I, as you just said, we got the shot on Saturday and it's Monday now and I'm still pretty tired today. I'm, I'm kind of just feeling yeah. sluggish. It's and, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's better than getting COVID I'm sure, oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> but um, so small price to pay. If anybody's kind of hesitant or want, you know, wondering like what it's like, uh, we're we're giving you a first hand example of it here. 
So I was talking about that at work earlier. I was like, if COVID is any worse than the way I felt Sunday morning, then I'm glad I got this freaking vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> I felt shitty, man. I felt like I had the flu or something. It was rough. Yeah, but uh, I had a coworker that was out for a few days after getting it. I mean, he got a different type of shot than I did, yeah. but still, they had to keep him there at you know where he had the shot. They had to keep him there for an hour afterwards. And then uh, he was out for like four or five days. Really? So he must have yeah. had like an instant reaction or something. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm hearing more cases of, of the opposite, you know, people just saying kind of like us, you know, yeah, I was tired, sore arm. That's yeah. about it. You know, so we're getting the, the short end of it or the, you know, yeah. the brighter end of things. I mean, but, yeah, like you said, the brighter, the brighter side of things, like, could be worse. You could fucking yeah. get COVID and end up in the ICU and not being able to breathe or some shit on your own. So yeah, I'll take even, I'll take a sore arm and a couple of days of being tired over that any day. For sure. And even now, if we get COVID, I think it's it's just gonna feel like a probably like a mild cold or something, you know? Yeah. It's probably not gonna hit us nearly as hard. So right, right. You know, um, I think there's a chance you can still get it. Some people probably think like we get the vaccine and then there's no way you can get COVID. Like, no, you still need to wear your mask and still be sensible. And, you know, just because you have the vaccine doesn't mean that you're able to just run free like you used to. You know, what made me feel a lot better was uh, the issue 121 of Scary Monsters magazine came out. And that's the one that is running the Steven Crypto show ad in it. And like, yeah, I was, I was probably more excited about it than I should be, but it was pretty cool. I mean, cause we obviously paid to put our ad in there, but it was fucking cool seeing our logo in print and in, in a cool fucking magazine, like scary monsters. Like it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I know we talked about it a while ago, a few months back, um, you know, but just a quick little, uh, recap you know for anybody who is into like old school monster movies and and the special effects you know seeing how they're done and whatnot this magazine is is for you it's it's really really cool we're very happy to have our little ad in there and you know i mean our show isn't just horror as you've noticed by now but we definitely base it on that you know like it's one thing that um steve and i both share and you know that we both love and so we love uh, some we're, scary shit yeah so we're pretty happy to have have our representation in there and and hopefully uh you guys catch that and um you can pick it up at barnes and noble you can pick it up you know probably anywhere that you buy your books yeah i think you probably you can probably order it through your comic shop too i'm pretty sure yeah I think yeah. Diamond dis- destroys it. Um, well, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, you just said we don't always just talk about horror. Our last episode, we discussed WrestleMania, and you were kind of telling me about it, and because I wanted you to, to to convince me to to actually watch it. And uh, oh, you did. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not watch it, and. Uh, Oh, I, no, I was saying like, oh, you actually wanted me I to wanted you to, you to yeah, watch. I was hoping. I needed that it. Was the goal. I needed oh. a reason to watch it. Oh, man. Because I, I, I haven't missed it. I hadn't missed WrestleMania in years. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like just I hadn't been watching wrestling at all either. So it's like 
I figured maybe it was a good point to jump back in because, you know, sometimes I think about the cool old shit that that's happened and miss it a little right. bit. But then I try to watch it and I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, Well, and, and you, you know, people like us that have been watching for so long, you kind of think, oh, it's mania. You know, it's mania season. They're going to do something extra special. Maybe it's going to be better than you expect or you yeah, know or as than, as much as you expect it should be the best thing they do all year but no they had a fucking wrestling easter bunny is that what you said something yeah. about a rabbit or something yeah that's too <laughs> Pretty I much i don't i'm not even going to correct you on that yeah, yeah. let's just say that yeah, it was Pretty much bunny. Bunny. yeah. <laughs> anyways it was no i did not watch it and i haven't um, watched anything since like since that program i i just I can't. I I turned on Raw for a couple minutes and and I just shut it off. It's like, nah, nope. I'm just not. No I'm thanks. not feeling it. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. It and it's been that way for a long time. Where I try to put it on in the background. I fast forward through. I try to watch the good parts, the highlights. I I you know. I'm not saying it's all crap. There's some good moments here and there, but man, you got to sift through. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but, well, that was the last episode, and then we had a promo spot from uh, uh, Doc Dredd talking about his his scary reviews uh, channel on YouTube, which is pretty cool. We'll have another promo spot from another horror host friend of ours later on in this show. Um, So what else is new? Anything new? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, like like most people – um, over the weekend, I watched Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, that and, movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it is kind of receiving mixed reviews. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm on the side of the people that really enjoyed it. You enjoyed? I it? thought it was really fun. Yeah, I thought it was really fun. Um, so I'm gonna say, you know, I I, I watched the first two like most fans and you know before this new movie as far as live action mk goes that was all that we had you know that was it i mean that and then the little webisode things that i was telling you about in a previous episode um but that's all that we had so it's kind of like um resident evil or any other franchise where they haven't remade it again and again you're like, well, this is it. This is the one thing that I have to watch, and you cherish it for what it is. Right, right. Um, so you don't have anything to compare it to, you know. Right. Um, so the old ones are are okay, but the acting is not the greatest. Uh, so this new movie is quite an improvement. Um, now well, this I is better than the old ones. Oh yeah. So the yeah, old yeah. ones were really bad. The old ones, the acting's pretty bad. The old ones, yes. So this um, is like mediocre, and the old ones are really bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, now I'm not saying like I hate watching them. You know, I I watch them and and kind of I'm watching knowing the acting is not the greatest, but right. I'm not watching a film like that expecting tremendous acting. You know, it's <laughs> we're yeah, not no, like no. we're not watching uh, Jack Nicholson and, you know, Brad Pitt or whoever, you know, some of the great, great actors or whoever you want to put in there in right. insert blank here. Um, it's like we were saying about Godzilla versus Kong last week, like we weren't expecting, you know, the best dramatic Oscar winning role. We right. wanted a fun movie. 
I want a fun movie. I want to escape for two hours. I want some action. And there is plenty of action in this one. A lot of action, um, they, they said they were going to give us fatalities. They delivered on that. Um, yep. You know, if um, anybody's wondering what's going on with the, you know, the, uh, the vacancy of Johnny Cage, that is mentioned towards yeah. the end. You know, it looks like we're going to get him in the next one. Yep. And they're hoping to turn this into a trilogy. I'm hoping I'm not spoiling anything for anybody, but yeah, they're, they're trying to turn this into a trilogy. If, if the first one does well, then they will. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they gave us some characters that I didn't expect to see. Like, what was it? Uh, Kitara, I think her name is. The girl with the wings. Um, and, uh, you know, she's only been in the last couple games, I think. She's not, like, a, a core character. But it was cool to see her and, and a few other people. Uh, Cabal was really cool. Um, you know, seeing how some of these people got their abilities, like Kano. I mean, we're used to seeing Kano with, like, the little silver piece over his eye. And in this one, he just had his eyes as he is. Right. So I'm assuming that maybe in the next one, you know, he'll show up with that silver piece over his eye. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just for anybody who's like i thought it was shitty well, what do you what else do you want <laughs> what what else do you want from it you yeah. know no i didn't i didn't think it was shitty by any means i thought it was it was pretty entertaining i mean it was fun movie it's not um one that i'm going to run out and watch again but yeah. it's like it it you know, i'm not super into video games but there are other movies based on games that i enjoyed um, this one, it was kind of, I mean, I figured it was going to be pretty bloody and a lot of action and fighting and violence, which that's cool. You know, it's all fun. But uh, all that really stood out to me was, like I said, just like all the blood and just all the swearing. It's like every line, <laughs> every line they had to throw like an F-bomb in, in the whole movie, like three quarters yeah. of the dialogue was swear words. Yeah, and now like, when you go I don't know if that was necessary or I mean, I don't <laughs> now know. Now the next time you go to your local Chinese restaurant, two tables over, you're going to hear some kid yelling at his mom, "Pass me a fucking egg roll." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um no, I mean it wasn't bad. It was fun. I'm not mad that I watched it. I'm definitely not mad that I watched it on HBO rather than pay money to go see it to theater. But Yeah. It was cool. I mean, if they make a sequel, I'll watch it. But uh, it was cool seeing Reptile in the, you know, in his particular form. Right. Um, you know, he, they had him in a, a reptilian form, I guess, in the the second film, but he didn't look as good as he did in this new one. Right, right, right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it looks cool. It yeah. looked great. Yeah, the, the special effects were well done. Um. You know, I thought the the story was was pretty good. Uh, the story I mean, was the, okay. Yeah, I even think... the new addition of Cole. Like at first, I was kind of like questioning the new guy and why they need him. Yeah, but um, I mean, a lot of films do that. They have to have like some new character to kind of pull you in. Right. I don't know. Right. I don't. I don't know why they because they, they just had to have that one character that's like the most human, like. You know what I mean? He has a family yeah. and he has the most to, to live for. And 
or right. I4 or whatever. We don't know what happens to him. Don't want to spoil it yet. I'll give you guys a few more minutes to watch it. But really, like <laughs> it was fun. I thought a lot of the dialogue was kind of cheesy, and it was just all one-liners from the one dude. Uh, was yeah, the guy that yelling about egg rolls. <laughs> Oh, Kano. It was just all this like stupid one liners from him and then everybody else. Just a lot of a lot of fucks thrown around and I don't know. Yeah. Was, if you just like you could probably just mute it and just watch it and enjoy it more. Yeah. But you know, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I know you were really anticipating it and I was yeah. definitely looking forward to seeing it by you know, like I went in without no hopes, but because I don't really play the video games or anything. So I just went in wanting to see an action movie and I got an action movie and that was good enough for me. So is there a, a movie based on a video game that you do enjoy? What would it be? Hmm. Like uh, Resident Evil, Silent Hill, you know, anything like that? Silent Hill was good. Because you know you don't have to play the game to see that this is just like some creepy horror shit. Um, yeah. Shoot, I, honestly, I like that really uh, cheesy Super Mario Brothers movie back in the <laughs> was it the late '80s or early '90s. Yeah, I think that was early '90s. But, uh, who who was Mario? It was like Bob Hoskins or somebody oh, like that. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. And of course, John Leguizamo was Luigi. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's fun, man. See, that's another one that they back then i mean it's still to this day we don't have another mario movie but you know back then that was all we had so if we're gonna watch a live action mario flick that's what we're gonna put in that's what we're watching so we're like hey i'm cool with this i'll take it for what it is might not be the greatest but i want some live action mario right now so Mm -hmm. you know you don't really have a choice so with those mortal kombat flicks before this new one it was kind of the same way like well the acting's a little meh but it's what we got so i'm i'm just excited to see any of these characters in live action form and kicking ass i don't i I just saw a couple days ago a story about another uh potential action movie based on a game not a, a based on a toy actually it's a i guess a rock'em sop Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie is in early stages of production with fucking Vin Diesel. I know, isn't that ridiculous? That's stupid. Like, oh. that's not the most in-depth game. I mean, you know, they made a movie they, about Battleship, and yeah. even that at the time was like, okay, that's a little weird, kind of you know, splitting hairs. But they put an alien spin on it, you know, made a movie out of it. Okay, this is basically going to be. It's basically they already like basically did this with that fucking. Uh, Hugh Jackman movie, remember? Real Steel or whatever it was. Oh, right, yeah. That's basically yeah. the same thing. It's probably going to be just like that, but... Kind of the same idea, uh, yeah. Movies based and, on games, yeah. Um, I got one for you. There's a, a new one coming out with Tom Holland, and um, he is playing... I can't think of the, the role, uh, the name of the character, but it's it's uh, the Uncharted game. So he's, he's playing the lead role of the guy from Uncharted. Okay. And then... Um, I'm not sure if it's confirmed yet, but at one point it was rumored that um, Mark Wahlberg was going to be the sidekick in that that uh, 
that film, you know, that, that game. Right. There's a guy that kind of rolls around with you and helps you out on your quest. And so hmm. I own the game, but I can, you can all you see that know. I haven't played. You can yeah. all see that I haven't played it that much. I don't know I don't nothing about names. it. You're like Uncharted, yeah. the guy in Uncharted. And I'm like, yeah, yes. I don't remember the names of the characters. I, I mean, I, I have a name on the tip of the tongue, but I don't even want to say it because it's probably not right. <laughs> so You're like make, make movies, make, make movies for the old folks like me like uh, give me a live action Kubert game or live action <laughs> pac-man i'll be good or a live, live, action. live action pong i was gonna say frogger, frogger, <laughs> yeah. Show frogger, frogger right. yeah that'd be interesting yeah you could film that for pretty cheap actually just yeah but you kind of gotta no, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> too many, too many frogs would be harmed in the filming of that film. So I know you're not much of a gamer, um, but are there any games that you have played over the years that you enjoy, or you know, any any go tos? You know, if you if you were to pick up a a controller again, what would you want to play? I would probably plug in my NES and just play like. Super Mario Brothers one and just play that and be be content. <laughs> just be it content. doesn't get old. It doesn't get old, no. does it? It's it's no, such it's, a fun game. And that's probably about I, I don't remember after that really playing much video games. And I had a, a Super NES and I played that first uh Legend of Zelda game they put out on there quite a bit. That was a cool game. I don't remember what the hell it was called. Um, somebody remind me what it was called shoot me a shoot me a uh, tweet or something tell me what the game is called on the regular nintendo on the super oh on the super, super nes oh, okay yeah i i didn't play the one on the super i had the old school gold controller just the legend of zelda one. Oh, the, uh, the original yeah for original the nintendo. nintendo the two game yeah. yeah right right yeah i had that the both of them were gold i believe yeah yeah I know, I know I still have them, but I don't know. I have like a, a storage unit full of stuff. And I have a ton of game systems and stuff that I store because because I like buy and sell stuff and I got a bunch of systems and games that are just sitting there. We'll have to have a, a, a post-COVID hangout and test all these games or something. That'd be fun. But uh. What else? Anything new besides games? Um, about toys. Bunch of cool toys coming out. Uh, uh, NECA Toys just announced uh, a deal to put out a line of Universal Monsters toys starting this summer, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, yeah, oh, they're really? Doing, yeah, they're doing some cool stuff. And they have... Uh, another line i forgot what they're called but they're putting out like a, a herbert west they're putting out the uh the minor guy from my bloody valentine they're putting out an elvira something they're called something terrors but they're cool they're like cool little figures statue things by the same company those are cool um, yeah i you know i'm, I'm kind of out of the loop right now with a lot of the toys that are coming out but aside from like uh you know some of the Funko Pops and whatnot, but yeah, um, that those neck lines, man, those are really cool. Like they make nice. They're, 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 
uh, they look nice, but they're not the best uh, quality stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're they're not the best quality, but they look really cool. Yeah, they really have that old school <laughs> feel. They capture um, that very very well. I know. Uh, did you see the uh, the uh, the Ripley with the power loader, freaking Funko Pop coming out? Yeah, I might have to get that. Man. That I looks collect pretty a lot sick. Of the alien. That I collect looks... a lot of the alien pops, so I might have to collect that one. I know you like you like. Uh, I know you like Army of Darkness too. They're putting out a line of their reaction figures from Super Seven, the ones that are like the size of like the old Star Wars figures. Oh, really? I have some Army of Darkness ones, which are pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's. Um, you know, like I said, I've been out of the loop too. Like you know, obviously we had our delay in putting out a show for a couple weeks. You know, the last couple came out timely, but. Before that, we had a little delay in putting anything out because all kinds of life stuff happening. So kind of slowly working my way back into the loop and being on top of what's going on in the world and all that good stuff. Um, well, you know, since you're uh, since we're still kind of on the subject about toys and collectibles and things like that, it's a, it's a good time, better than ever, for me to mention Fright Rags. If you don't know about it already, Fright Rags has been bringing you the best in horror apparel and accessories since 2003, offering a wide range of products to your favorite creature features, slasher flicks, and cult classics. And new this week, Fright Rags is celebrating halfway to Halloween with an exciting new release of their first wave of Halloween 3.75 figures. This first wave contains figures from Michael Myers, Laurie Strode, Linda Van Der Klock. Each figure is $20 and is on pre-order until Tuesday night, May 3rd. And the second edition of the Halloween Nano Force set includes 12 2-inch figures and one 4-inch glow-in-the-dark figure. This set is the same as the one that sold out in 10 minutes last year, but with the colors of the figures swapped for this edition. So you know, collectors, you're going to want to cop those. The set's $23 and available through Tuesday, May 3rd as well. The figures and the Nano Force set will ship sometime in the fall, winter 2021. Go get them, guys. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we're collectors. We'll probably want to snatch them up at some point. And all this officially licensed apparel, toys, all everything that you need is available now at FrightRags.com. And Steve and Crypto Show listeners get 10% off when they use the code SteveCrypto10. That's one word, SteveCrypto10 at checkout. So go on there. Go, go, get it. go grab your shirt, grab your Halloween figure. I mean, we're halfway to the best time of the year. It's the most wonderful time <laughs> of the year. Yeah, Steve Crypto 10 at checkout. Um, Steve Crypto 10. I actually, I, I went last week and I picked up or I pre-ordered a uh, Darcy the Mail Girl figure from Fright Rags, which should be coming later this year. I go with, I already have a Joe Bob, so I needed Darcy. Oh yeah, because uh, speaking of those guys, they uh, they just had the Chainsaw Awards this last this uh, was it last weekend from uh, Fangoria magazine, and they ran it on Shutter. It was a pretty cool little uh, pretty cool little little show to watch. Announcement of the awards, and uh, like I said, Joe Bob won uh the best achievement in nonfiction award and you know uh, 
they should have said Joe Bob and the whole last driving crew <laughs> one, but it's all right. The show wouldn't be what it is without Darcy and the rest of the crew. Um, a lot of other other cool awards on there. Uh, Dan Martin, the the effects guy, like won awards for his work on Color Out of Space, which was a really weird movie that I watched for the first time the other day. I'm not a big Nicolas Cage fan, so I was like not super uh, into. Did you watch that yet? Color Out of Space. Okay, we good. We back. I, I lost crypto for a minute. I was just asking him if he had seen Colorado Space X. We're talking about uh, Dan Martin winning the award for that and and uh, the Chainsaw Awards. But um, yeah, yeah. So I I didn't get a chance to watch the Chainsaw Awards, or and I didn't get to watch Colorado Space yet. Um, or I haven't had a chance to yet. I uh, I did see the winners of the Chainsaw Awards. Not, not and- to cut you off for just a second. Um. You can watch the Chainsaw Awards, I think, on the Fangoria website. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So um, I checked out the winners, and I saw the Color Out of Space was on there, and I've been wanting to watch that movie anyway. Just you know, there's so much content out there. Everybody knows you. You know, it's on your. With Nick Cage in it. And it's called Willie's Wonderland. And this movie has been kind of hyped up for a while now. I think it was another one of those movies that was supposed to come out last year. And they didn't know what to do with it. And then they finally just said, all right, put it out for streaming or whatever. Uh, I got it in the red box. Um, and it's, it's just a... Uh, fighting a bunch of robots from Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> uh, he he is is stranded somewhere, and this guy says, um, "Hey, I can help you out. I know somebody." Uh, you know, and the guy's like, "Well, I can fix your car for this much, or you can help me out by cleaning this place, this building, you know, down here, this uh, this old abandoned Willie's Wonderland." And uh, he's like, you just spend the night in there, you know, any, any food you want, it's yours. And I'll see you in the morning. And all these animatronic creatures start coming to life and you'll have to watch to see how and why, but um, yeah, it's pretty fun. And, and Nick Cage doesn't talk whatsoever the entire film. <laughs> that makes me extremely happy. Yeah. I like, I like more, Nick Cage movies without dialogue. That would be good. Yeah. Well, you'd probably like this one then. Yeah. Yeah. I just kept having visions of like him and Silent Bob, you know, kind of walking through the movie together and and fighting these creatures, but neither one of them talking. (laughs) Yeah. I I was kind of having visions in color out of space, but they were of me punching Nicolas Cage in the face. But, but, you know, the, the movie, it was, it was really weird, but, uh, like a lot of the cool like effects and a lot of like the the uh, makeup and like creatures that they put together in this movie, like they did some weird shit, but it was really cool and really well done. So you know, Dan Martin and his team definitely deserved to win. You know the chainsaw award for that. Um, then of course, the Invisible Man kind of cleaned house. Lee Wanell directed that, and that was really, I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. You know, he that's, won that. And 
I think if I remember right, I think Elizabeth Moss won uh, the best uh, performance or something. Yeah, they won a couple of different categories. They won a bunch, one, like, uh, like two or three, I believe, maybe even four. But yeah, yeah, they definitely won a bunch. Um, I still haven't watched that one. I I, I want to check it out. I mean, you know, it looks cool. Tommy Chong's yeah. in it. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't tell you much about him, but okay, yeah, uh, that, that's I, you know, if you said that there was a celebrity, like a you know, a little cameo appearance in the movie, I would not expect Tommy Chong in the Invisible Man. <laughs> no, the, the the cast was all pretty good. I mean, like Nicolas Cage was very Nicolas Cage, hey, like, Nicolas Cage intensified. He was very. You talk, are you talking about Color Out of Space? Are you yeah. Talking about. I'm back oh. to Color Out of Space. Sorry. Oh, all right, all right. I'm confusing myself. This is the uh, the vaccine talking. I don't know. Okay, so Tommy <laughs> Chong is in Color Out of Space. Not Tommy Chong is in Color Out of Space. Not Invisible Man. Okay. He okay. was, but you just didn't see him. I don't know. No, he was. <laughs> he was the Invisible Man. <laughs> he was the Invisible Man. He's like, I'm right here, man. <laughs> hey, man. You just see smoke every once in a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry sorry to confuse you guys um Uh, shoot but hey let's run our promo uh we have a new horror host slash musician named bone ranger who is you know he's a entertaining you know young dude started a horror hosted show on youtube and he came on for a few minutes to tell us about it check it out Hey, we're on the Steven Crypto Show hanging out with our friend Casey. He is a new horror host. He's been going probably almost as long as we've been doing the Steven Crypto Show. Um, he his, He'll tell us about his uh, YouTube channel and some of the other cool stuff he's doing. He's a podcaster. He, he's a musician. We'll hear all about him. He's known on YouTube as Bone Ranger. It's his mm-hmm. horror host name. Tell us how uh, the Bone Ranger started and all that good stuff. Yeah, so uh, so basically, uh, before before pandemic hit and all that, uh, been playing music in nursing homes. So I like to play real old country music, like real real old stuff. You know, that's kind of where the Bone Ranger name came from because I wanted to make sure it was like a kind of like a redneck, you know, country themed horror host kind of guy. You know. Um, and so, you know, I've been playing music in nursing homes and stuff like that, and, you know, playing old like Jimmy Rogers songs, old Hank Williams, stuff like that. And then pandemic hit and, you know, can't go out and play anymore or anything like that. And for the first couple of months, I was like, OK, you know, maybe it'll blow over and then realize real soon it's not going to blow over and started getting real stir crazy. And uh, Halloween came around and it kind of alleviated it by being able to like decorate the house, you know, have a change of scenery and stuff like that. And get some, you know, have some horror movies playing, get some nice Halloween things going on, some music and stuff. Uh, but then eventually I kind of got stir crazy. And so I slapped on some, you know, some Halloween makeup. And I uh, I got this, uh, this like country cover of the Misfits uh, song Skulls that I like to do. So I was like, I'm going to put that on YouTube, you know, and I did that. And I think I did a couple more covers. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to do a, like a horror host thing. I'm going to do Carnival of Souls and release it like the Friday before Halloween since Halloween was on a Saturday. And so I did that. It was a ton of fun. And uh, I didn't think, I, you know, I didn't think I was going to have as much fun doing it as I did because I, I have no idea how to do anything with video. Basically, I was just kind of 
kind of going by the seat of my pants, not really knowing what I was doing or anything, filming with my cell phone, you know, like using the autofocus. So like the focus is all, you know, like goes in and out sometimes and all that. But, uh, but it was fun and I really like doing it. I like setting up the set and everything. So I figured, yeah, I'm going to keep it going. And, uh, did it for a couple more weeks. I was like, yeah, you know, why not keep it going on past this? And been doing it ever since then. And I got a new episode coming out this Friday, I think. Yep. What uh, what are some of the other movies you've shown so far? So, like I said, we did Carnival Souls. I've done Teenagers from Outer Space. A lot of, like, campy, you know, more, like, B-movies like The Gorilla, Bella Lugosi, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I did show The Hitchhiker by Ida Lupino, and I'd never heard of it before I did the show or anything like that. And it's like billed as like a film noir. And I, I saw it because it was like uh, it's apparently the first ever film noir directed by a woman. Super, super cool. And when I watched it, it like scared the shit out of me. And I was like, damn, I, you know, I wasn't expecting any of the movies that I watched, like actually scare me or get to me or anything like that. But it's like two guys that are, you know, driving across the country, pick up a hitchhiker and he's like super sadistic like at one point he makes him get out of the car and he's like hey you boys got a rifle in your back in your trunk or whatever where you're gonna go hunting or whatever like yeah we're gonna go hunting for sport you know for fun or whatever maybe shoot some cans he's like oh yeah well how about you shoot this can and uh he makes one he makes the guy's friend go you know walk 50 yards or whatever hold the can up he's like all right shoot the can out of your friend's hand the guy's like no man i'm gonna like hit him on accident he's like you know you fuck either you do it or i'm gonna do it and one of us is gonna hit you know he's gonna get hit or something like that but it's like you're the sharpshooter out of us you do it and He's like tormenting these people and it's terrifying. It's really, really good. I recommend anybody like check it out. Uh, even if you're not like a fan of the B movies, you know, because a lot of the people, you know, they're not huge fans of the cheesy stuff. You know, like I said, we've done the gorilla, we've done uh, house on haunted Hill, stuff like that. You know, it's like real cheesy stuff, but that hitchhiker one, that one really got to me. That one stuck. Did you, you ran that on your channel? Mm-hmm. All right. I yeah. It's a, it's a public after. domain one. Uh, Cause that, that's the thing is the show's called freaky Friday freebies. Cause I'm, you know, they're all like public domain, you know, cause like, like most horror hosts, you know, don't not, don't got a whole lot of money to uh, pay for licensing or anything like that. So got to go with the freebies. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, uh, historically that's basically how it's been done anyways, except for the few that have access to the, to the big studio collections. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, it's cool. I checked out a couple of the episodes now and it's pretty fun. You have a good time. You throw in some good, good little one-liners in there and jokes and, and you know, the, 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 uh, usual, the usual horror host stuff. Um, mm-hmm. what are some of the, uh, who are some of the hosts that, that inspire you to do this? So for sure, professor Griffin, um, you know him, right? You're, you talked about him on the show, I think. Um, I've, I, I know him, I know him. I haven't really gotten to see much of his stuff, but I know he's, he's, yeah, uh, grown, he's good. He, yeah. No, he's, he's great. Growing up here in Austin, uh, back, I think I was like 15, maybe 16 when his show uh, was on public access. And I remember, Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> special guest, special guest. Yeah. He likes to pop in from time to time. Nice. I'm glad he's on the episode. What's up, little dude? (laughs) (laughs) But Professor Griffin. Yeah, so Professor Griffin used to do a show every Friday uh, called Professor Griffin's Midnight Shadow Show. And it was on, started at 11 o'clock, went till 1 a.m. 
And I remember like when I found out about that, I like lost, you know, I like, I loved it, man. I went crazy. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to watch every episode of this. I was a big fan of public access back in the day, liked all the shows. And then I saw that one. I was like, this one's for me, you know? And he would show, you know, old public access mo- or old uh, public domain movies. He would show like, he would do like trailer ramas where when uh, I think it was like a Freddy versus Jason show where like, all right, we're going to show all the trailers for Friday the 13th. We're going to show all the trailers for Nightmare on Elm Street. And then we're going to kind of like stack them up like trailer versus trailer and see like how they compare, you know, and that was really cool. And That's so cool. He, yeah, he's a, he's a real big influence on me. I love his stuff. Um, and then of course, Joe Bob, like the, like the Southern, you know, cause I, I'm from Texas. He's from Texas, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's, you know, kind of the same like Texas humor, you know, yeah. um, and then Sven Gulli is, you know, he's like, you know, huge. Uh, he really can't like, it's like if, if you're doing horror host stuff, you really can't not be influenced by him. Um, right. You know, son, sure. either Son of Sven Gulli or the original Sven Gulli. Um, but I really like uh, Igoro. He's really good. Um, and let's see who else have I been checking out. Lately? Oh, yeah. The, oh, man, who was it? The Mondo Creepy TV. I really like that one. That one. Yeah. That, they're funny yeah. as hell. That's a good yeah, new pretty show. cool. Mm-hmm. If you uh, if you get a chance, check out our friend Dario Evil. Oh yeah, no, I've seen a couple of his videos. His yeah. videos are great. I love yeah. the episode that, that he did with y'all. That that episode was badass. Yeah, he's 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 good. I, I like that. He's good. I like seeing. Like, I don't know how old you are. I'm assuming you're probably younger than me, but um, I like seeing you younger dudes keeping the horror host thing alive. That's pretty cool. That's Thanks, good. Yeah. But um, where uh, where can we find the channel? where can we find you on social media so it's pretty much all on youtube um there's like a bunch of like parody songs too lately i've been doing uh some like country parody songs like i did a a, like amarillo by morning but it's transylvania by morning and it's like from dracula's point of view um (laughs) i did charlie pride's uh kissing or kiss an angel good morning but it's possess a human this morning and it's like from (laughs) pazoo's point of view and stuff that's Um, great there's that stuff on there but it's a you just look uh look for the bone ranger and then on Twitter, I'm the Bone Ranger. And then I, I don't have Instagram or anything or Facebook or anything like that. But like Twitter and Face or Twitter and uh, YouTube, YouTube are going to yeah. be the, the main two. I can I can send you the link or yeah, and we'll definitely post it when when this uh, gets in our episode, so cool. yeah, people will see it. But hey, man, uh, thank you for telling us about what you're doing. Keep on doing it. We need thank we need you. more people to keep doing it and hard like horror hosting to me is is it's my it's my jam you know it's my thing mm. I'm, I'm obsessed with it like i'm constantly uh trying to push it on crypto like, <laughs> kind of, I, um, I, i'm you know i'm i'm getting into them uh at, at 33 i'm i'm slowly i'm getting into them and i i appreciate you know seeing younger folks uh kind of putting love into it as well kind of like steve was saying you know it's cool mm. that that there's you know every every host that comes out isn't an older guy you know and no you know no shade on them whatsoever but it's it's just nice that it's appreciated by a younger audience still and there's oh, yeah, still no, some people that are trying to keep it alive no i can i understand completely what you mean because like it's you know like nowadays i've hear people you know like my age or even like older they're like ah oh, you know if the movie's in black and white i won't watch it and like are you crazy how are you yeah, gonna watch yeah. you're missing yeah. out older and black yeah. and white or something you know what i mean you're missing it's out like, what is wrong great with people? great titles mm-hmm. oh, yeah. i'd rather watch an old campy b horror movie any day over 
half the crap that comes out now, to be honest. But oh yeah, that's me. That's no, I, I agree. I'm I'm there with you 100. Yeah, percent A lot of the new shit is just like ghosts, you know, possession and, and just, you know, found footage stuff. There's so much of that. It, it's it's all you know. There's so much like CGI stuff and everything. It it takes away from the art of the actual filmmaking. I think. Yeah. Have y'all uh have y'all seen Uncle Peckerhead? Yes. Yeah, yes. that was fun. That was that's really fun. Classic. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> a good one. Yeah, no, that, that movie's badass. Actually, uh, y'all cool if I do just one more little plug thing? Please do. Please do. Yeah. So me and my buddy, we actually like say a month or two after me doing the horror hosting, we started this podcast called Drunken Public Domain, where we, you know, we have a couple of drinks and watch a public domain movie or whatnot. And we actually a couple months back or a month or two back, we got to uh, to interview uh, the director of Uncle Peckerhead and the uh, actor who plays Max and the actor who plays Uncle Peckerhead. And nice. so if you're interested at all in that movie or anything like that, uh, I can I can send you guys the the link for that episode because it's a, it's a pretty fun little uh, pretty fun little interview, I think. Yeah, definitely. That was a great movie and, and I definitely want to listen to that one. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Well, hey. Thank you for telling us about the show. Thank you for telling us, reminding me about the podcast. I almost that almost slipped my mind. Oh, I almost forgot too. Man. Thank, <laughs> thanks for thanks for letting me uh, thanks for letting me plug. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. You guys go yeah, find. Thank you. Go find the Bone Ranger on YouTube. His songs are funny, and obviously he's talented. And the horror stuff is is great. So hey, thank you guys, and go check him out. Thank you very much. Yeah, sorry to confuse you guys and mixing up the uh, Invisible Man with Colorado Space. That was two completely different movies. Um, but anyways, thanks to Bone Ranger for popping in. And hopefully you guys are digging what we're doing here. And if, if you're here again, it looks like a few of you are enjoying it. Be sure to swing by our Buy Me a Coffee page and, you know, kick a little something to the show, help us improve the show, help us make the best show we can. It's buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. Yep. And want to uh, throw out a, a big thank you once again to everyone who has contributed so far. Thank you, guys, and we really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We've been the Steve and Crypto Show. Thank you guys for listening. All right. Catch you next time. Peace.